Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for June 10th, 2011, and now the news. David Strickland, the head of NHTSA, says companies developing in-car applications must not sacrifice safety for entertainment. He says the car is not a mobile device, and he's not in the business of helping people tweet or update their Facebook page. But the market for in-car apps is expected to grow to $2.4 billion next year. Strickland says that of the 33,000 people killed in car crashes every year in the United States, about 1,000 of them are attributed to someone on a cell phone. But you know, that's only about 3% of all traffic deaths. Why doesn't he not put more emphasis on seat belts, which have a far greater reduction in traffic fatalities? And speaking of safety, Volvo is developing technology to avoid crashes with animals. It's based on the company's pedestrian detection technology that it introduced last year. It uses a radar sensor and infrared camera. When it detects an animal, the system triggers an audible warning, and if the driver does not react, it automatically applies the brakes. Volvo is still in the process of developing and testing the technology and says it'll be ready for the market in another couple of years. Do you remember the Delta Wing race car concept from last year? It was proposed as the new design to run in the IndyCar series, but was rejected in favor of a more conventional design. But now it may have a shot at running at the 24 Hours of Le Mans. The company that created the Delta Wing has partnered with racing legend Dan Gurney and wants to run it next year. They still have to find an engine supplier for the car, but the sanctioning body in charge of Le Mans has created a new experimental vehicle category so it could run there. It's about half the weight and aerodynamic drag of the Audis and Peugeots that dominate Le Mans these days. So it could run with a much smaller engine that gets better fuel economy than they do. Hey, let's face it, biofuels haven't really caught on for ground transportation. Except for ethanol, they're expensive and difficult to find, but there's another vehicular avenue that they can take besides automotive. Bloomberg reports the Air Transport Association, an aviation technical standards group, has just approved biofuels for use in aircraft. Fuel created from organic waste like algae or wood chips can comprise up to 50% of the total fuel burned on passenger flights. And this could open the door to greener, more carbon neutral skies. And speaking of greener, Ford is borrowing a page out of Toyota's book. It's decided to sell only hybrid versions of the C-Max in the American market. And unlike it originally planned, it will only sell the two-row version, not the Grand C-Max version with three rows and sliding doors. So how is this like Toyota? The Prius is a dedicated hybrid with a unique silhouette, so the C-Max will be a dedicated hybrid with a unique silhouette. Ford recognizes that companies with a great reputation for fuel efficiency also reap benefits in perceived quality and higher resale values. 
Speaking of Ford, all this week I've been showing the likely candidates to replace Alan Mulally whenever he decides to retire. And Mark Fields, the executive vice president of the Americas, is definitely on the short list. He brings extensive overseas and operations experience. With stints in South America and Asia, where he was CEO of Mazda, he ran Ford of Europe and was CEO of the Premier Automotive Group. Lately, he's been running the Americas operations for Ford, including the company's U.S. operations, the largest, most profitable, and arguably the core of the company. As a Harvard MBA, he has a strong financial background. And one other thing, I don't think this is going to be a factor in the board's decision into who should replace Malali, but Mark Fields is Jewish. As many of you know, Henry Ford was virulently anti-Semitic. He even bought a newspaper, the Dearborn Independent, so that he could bring his anti-Jewish editorials to a wider audience. In fact, Adolf Hitler and the Nazis openly admired Henry and gave him a medal, the Great Cross of the German Order of the Eagle. So, if the Ford Motor Company ends up with a Jewish CEO, the first in its history, it would help the Ford family expunge this stain from its reputation. Like I said, they're not going to base their decision on that, but it would be the icing on the cake. Anyway, coming up after the break, I will let you know who I think will become the next CEO of Ford in a segment we're calling the Mulally Derby at Dearborn Downs. What if we always settled for the first thing that came along? Then we'd never have gotten here. Introducing the Sonata Hybrid from Hyundai. And now the moment you've all been waiting for. It's the competition to see which of the top Ford execs is going to win the race to replace Alan Mulally. We're here at Dearborn Downs waiting for the start. Horses are nervously stomping and snorting in the gate. They're waiting for the signal. And they're off! Joe Heinrich jumps into an early lead, followed by Jim Farley and Steve O'Dell. As they approach sales and marketing turn, Farley noses ahead of O'Dell while Lewis Booth pulls in closer to the pack. But as they pass manufacturing and engineering point, Heinrich surges past everyone, pulling Booth along with him. And now they're galloping onto the financial back straight with Lewis Booth pulling ahead of all the others. But Mark Fields looks like he's beginning to make a move. It's a thundering herd as they continue down the back straight, approaching the retirement age station. And it looks like Booth might be beginning to fade. They're rounding the final corner, coming onto the stretch called Overseas Experience. And it looks like it's coming down to Odell, Heinrich, and Fields. It's really a horse race now, but Fields certainly has the edge in experience. And it looks like he's paced himself perfectly. But wait, coming out of nowhere is a dark horse. John Fleming, who's laid low until now and is running neck and neck with Mark Fields. They're racing, they're straining, they're stretching. And as they come across the line, it's Mark Fields by a nose, winning the Mulally Derby at Dearborn Downs. I hope you like that segment. Hey, this week's winner for an autographed copy of Bob Lutz's new book is Steve Safranek, who wrote into WNET Channel 13 in New York, to suggest that they carry Autoline Detroit. Don't forget, we've got two more of these books to give away. So if you didn't win this week, you can still enter again. Get all the details at bit.ly slash Autoline Contest. 
Lastly, don't forget to tune in to Roundabout tonight. The show starts at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and you can watch it all on our website, AutolineDetroit.tv. And that is the end of today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you Monday.